Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I want to take a quick moment to thank all of my first-time guests or my first-time listeners. If you are listening for the first time, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. If you would, I pray that once you've listened to this podcast episode, that if it has blessed you in some way, if you have been edified by it, if you have been encouraged by it, if you would, it would truly bless us if you would share this podcast with someone or leave us a review um, so that this podcast can continue to reach the masses. If you are returning Thank you so much for coming back. I love and appreciate all of you guys. And um, if you're a returning listener, I would love for you guys to continue to share this podcast as well. So per usual, I have a word from the Lord on this evening. And I'm saying this evening because I don't know what time it is for you when you're listening to this, but I am actually recording this podcast episode rather late. Today has been a day and school has been schooling me. And so what I decided was that I was going to take some time to just do some self-care, spend some time with my loved ones, my baby bop, and just kind of um, just relax for today. And so here we are. um, And I have a word from the Lord for you guys. Today's word from the Lord, I simply want to title it, What Do You Have Left? What do you have left? Um, I want to share with you guys a dream that I had. And for those of you guys who are not quite familiar with what happens when we have dreams and all of those things and how God is able to truly speak through dreams, I would just encourage you to really get into your scriptures and do your research pertaining to dreams and how God really speaks to us. So I had a dream probably about a month or two ago. And in my dream, I was standing in a bathroom. Sometimes when I have a dream, it feels like I wake up and I just, I'm I'm conscious and I'm in a place. And so in my dream, it was like I woke up and I was standing inside of a bathroom. And while I was standing inside the bathroom, I noticed that there was like this vanity. There was a vanity, there was a mirror, and there were these walls. All over the vanity mirror, all over the walls were obituaries. And as I began to look at the obituaries, I began to see faces that were familiar to me. And they were familiar to me because they were family members. They were people that I knew, people that I love. And then there were a lot of other people who I I knew they were related to me, but I didn't know them. They were complete strangers. While I was standing in the restroom, I had one of my aunts who was actually standing in the restroom with me. It was my Aunt Ada. And we were standing there while we're standing there, another one of my aunts comes into the bathroom and she lays down an obituary. She lays down an obituary and then she cuts the light out and then she walks out. And me and my aunt looked at each other or my aunt and I, if you are um, particular about your grammar, (laughs) my aunt and I looked at each other and I think we were both curious to know whose obituary that it was that she laid down. It felt as if in the dream, we were aware that death had really been 
um, present within our family that we had been losing people back to back. And so for whatever reason, we didn't search to see who it was or any of that. We came out of the restroom. When we came out of the restroom, there was a house full of people. There were people there that I didn't even know. Um, it seems like I met cousins and relatives, long lost relatives and distant relatives that I had never known before. And I met a young lady there who was trying to do some kind of business or there was something that she was doing and I began to help her with that. And one of my um one of my cousins, Junior, my fave, was around and he was kind of um he was kind of working a room and he was entertaining people and he was hosting, so to speak. And as all of these things are taking place, it's as if I am outside of my body and I can see all of my family members connecting and enjoying one another and laughing and just really having a a moment of joy, just enjoying fellowshipping with one another. And when I woke up, I think this was one of the few instances where I did not have to pray and ask God, Lord, what do you mean by this? I knew exactly what God was showing me. What I feel that God was really trying to reveal to me is this. And I'm sharing this dream because I know that this dream is not just for me. I know that this is a word of the Lord to someone else as well. But what God was saying to me was, I know what you lost has been much. I know that you have lost a lot. I know that you are grieving. I know that you're in pain. I know that you're in disbelief. I know that it seems like every time you turn around, you're losing something else. You are losing someone else. I know that it feels like at times you are going to lose your mind. But what I want you to also know is what you have left is greater than what you have lost. And so what God was showing me was, even as you are standing in this restroom and you see all of these obituaries, this does not compare to the amount of people that you have left, the amount of relationships that I want you to build, the amount of relationships and people that I want you to fellowship with, that I want you to begin connecting with. I want you to love on these people, minister to these people, let these people pour into you, you pour into them. What you have left, I want to say this again for somebody who really needs to hear this, what you have left is greater than what you have lost. And I'm not just talking about those of you guys who have lost loved ones. I'm talking about those of you guys who have lost marriages, those of you guys who have lost jobs, those of you guys who have lost friends, those of you guys who have lost homes, those of you guys who have lost cars, those of you guys who have lost, whether it's self-esteem, whether it is your pride, whatever it may be, what God is trying to get you to see rightfully is what you have left is greater than what you have lost. I want to share with you guys a particular scripture that I really believe hones in on this concept that the Holy Spirit has given me tonight. And that scripture is in 2 Kings, and we're going to be reading from chapter 4. Chapter 4, we're going to commence at verse 7, or verse 1, and then we'll be going down to 7. And this is what the scripture says. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead and you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? 
Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. You guys know that I always say that for the sake of time, I can't get into these scriptures the way I want to. And so what I'm going to do tonight is I just want to share with you guys two brief points about what I am um wanting to break down with you guys on tonight as far as what the Lord is really showing me and and what's really standing out pertaining to this particular message. The first thing that I want you guys to know is your destiny is not attached to anyone who left. Your destiny is not attached to anyone who left. And I'm specifically speaking to those people who have lost marriages, those people who had a spouse that walked away, those people who had a close friend that walked away, those people who had someone to walk away that they never thought would walk away, those people who had a sibling to walk away from you, your best friend walked away from you. Whoever it is that walked away, I want you to know that your destiny is not attached to anyone who left. And here's why I'm saying this. When we look at the when we look at the widow, she's talking about how her husband is gone. And she's saying, but I got all of these issues I'm dealing with as, as a result of these are his creditors. And so I believe that what the Lord was trying to show her is your destiny is not attached to him, nor is it going to be decided or determined by him, the one who left. And so what the Lord says is I am going to work a miracle. He's gone. I can't work a miracle with him. I'm going to work a miracle with what you have left. And so I want you guys to begin examining what do you have left? You've spent so much time grieving the friendship, grieving the marriage, grieving the loss of this specific person, grieving the loss of this job, grieving the loss. You've spent so much time grieving the loss that you have not properly examined what you have left. You are much like the widow in this story in that when Elisha asked her what he, what she had, she said that she had absolutely nothing. But then we see that she had something because she comes back and says, well, if I think about it, and these are her words, these are mine. But basically what she says is, well, if I think about it, I do have something. She said a small jar of oil. I only have something that's small. I don't care how small your friend group is. That's where the miracle is. I don't care how small um, your hope for another marriage is. 
That's where the miracle is. I don't care how small of an anointing you feel like you have left. I don't care how small it is. Whatever it is, God is able to do something great with it. And so here we are. We see this widow as she is, she's worried about the impact that her husband's going to have. Now her husband is gone, but she's worried about the impact that he, his business dealings and his financial, um, I almost want to say lack of abilities, how they're going to impact her family. But God gives her peace in knowing you are going to be okay. Your destiny is not attached to anybody who left. Your miracle is not attached to anybody who left. The great thing that God is going to do in your life is never attached to anyone who's left. What God wants you to do is examine who is left. Examine who's left. Don't worry about who left. Examine who is left. What do you have now? Who did God bless you with? Who has God surrounded you with in this season? Who has God left in your life to continue to pour into you? When you examine those things and you see how blessed you are, it will change your faith. When we look at the scripture and Elijah tells her, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go get these jars. The woman of God obeys and she does exactly what he says to do. But watch this. When he's speaking to her, he, t- he tells her, go into the house and I want you to shut the door be- behind you and your sons. So she goes in the house and she shuts the door behind her and her son. And that's when the miracles or the miracle takes place. You guys, those of you who are worried about everybody who left, God is saying, shut the door behind you and your sons. Shut the door behind you. It was never meant for them to be there. They were not supposed to be there when I worked this miracle out in your life. They were not supposed to be there when I manifested the blessing in your life. They're not supposed to be there when I manifest this prosperity in your life. They're not supposed to be here in this season of your life. If you want to see God really work a miracle, muster up your faith and do exactly what God is telling you to do. Then be willing to close the door on everything he's telling you to close the door to. God told her to close the door. That meant that nobody was coming in. Nobody who left was coming in. None of the neighbors was coming in. God was saying, close the door. You and your sons go in. And I want you to close the door and do exactly as I'm saying. And as she obeys the Lord, the oil begins to flow. And so my word to you is, as you begin to obey the Lord, the oil is going to flow. As you begin to do exactly what God has told you to do. You are going to see God begin to move. You are going to see that what you have left was all that you ever needed. What you had left was all God needed to work a miracle. What you had left was enough to sustain you. Somebody's worried about their peace. The peace that you have left, the peace that that you have, God is able to Um, exponentially increase it. God is going to give you enough to sustain you. That little bit of self-esteem that you are holding on to, God is saying, if you will obey me, if you'll do what I'm telling you to do, if you will close the door on these relationships that didn't belong in your life to begin with, if you will be obedient, if you will operate in faith, 
I will give you enough to sustain you. What you have is enough for you to fulfill your purpose. What you have is enough for you to fulfill your destiny. What you have is enough. And so I'm going to say my first point again. The point is that your destiny is not attached to anyone who left. And I want to add a little something to that. Nor will it be determined by them. They thought that when they left that relationship, that everything was going to go bad. They thought that when they walked away from your business, it was going to crash and burn. They thought that when they walked away from your marriage, that you would never love again, that you would never be happy again, that you would never have peace again, that you were going to lose your mind, that you weren't going to be able to make it without them, that you wouldn't be able to parent these babies. They thought that them walking away was going to alter your life so that you would never prosper again. But I have a word for you on today. Your destiny is never attached to anybody who left. And listen here, you guys. I have a little saying that I like to say that I heard from Pastor Jeffrey Johnson, one of my favorite pastors. And Jeffrey Johnson says, I can make it without anybody but Jesus. And so I'm speaking to someone on today who feels as if they have been left. They have been um, alone in a season. Listen, you can make it without anybody but Jesus, baby. I don't care what anybody tells you. You can make it without anybody but Jesus. Yeah, I know you want them. I know you thought that this thing was going to go. This was going to be for the long haul. I know you thought it was a friendship for life. I know you thought that because you guys were family that they would never do you like this. They never walk away. They would never cut you off. They would never end this relationship. But guess what? You can make it without anybody but Jesus. You can make it without anybody but the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that God created you to be alone because he did not. God created you for relationship. But I need you to know that as long as you have God, he will supply all of your needs. And I'm not just talking about um, food and shelter and water and clothes. for you. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about your need to be loved, your need for companionship, your need to fulfill your purpose in life, your need, whatever the need might be, God will give you everything you need. God can supply your every need. God can meet you at the point of your need right where you are. And I don't know who I'm speaking to on today, but I want you to know that God knows every single thing that you stand in need of. God knows for the one who feels alone, God knows that you are desiring companionship. God knows for the one who feels like they're getting ready to break, God knows that you need him to strengthen you. For the one who feels like, man, I just don't have peace in my spirit, God knows that you need peace. God knows every single thing that you stand in need of. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. I cannot say that enough. God hears all of your prayers. God sees all of your tears. God sees you. God is with you. God is for you. You are not going through this alone. As long as you have Jesus, he is more than the world. I'm telling you, you guys. Okay, so the second thing that I wanted to say to you guys is this. Commit what is left to the Lord. Commit what is left to the Lord. Commit what is left to the Lord. I want to try to make this practical for you guys. For those of you guys who have lost relationships, commit the relationships you have to the Lord. And when I say commit them to the Lord, I want you to go before the Lord and say, you know what, Lord, 
I lost my best friend last year. I lost these relationships last year. I never thought these things was going to end. But Lord, I pray that you would bless the relationships that I have left. God, I pray, oh God, that you would just breathe on the friendships that I have left. God, I pray, oh God, that as I begin to walk in my purpose, God, that you would, God, use these friends, oh God, that they would strengthen me, pray for me, that they would just, Lord, be with me in the moment that I am experiencing adversity, Lord. Ask God to bless what it is that you have left. For those of you guys who don't have much financially, who feel like, man, I am drained, I am depleted, all of these things are taking place and I got more month than I got money. What I want you to do is I want you to commit to God that which you have left. Lord, bless this, whatever this is, whatever this is in your account. Lord, I pray that you would bless this. Father God, I commit this to you. Whatever you want me to do with it, I will do with it. God, I will be obedient unto you. I will walk in the faith. Lord, just like this widow did, God, I will obey you. God, but I commit this to you. Somebody is listening to this who has lost a child. And the Lord is saying, Look at what you have left. What about these other children? Commit each one of these children that you have left. And when you commit your babies to the Lord, what you are saying is, Father God, you bless me with this child. But Lord, I give this child back to you, God. God, I give this child back to you that they may fulfill your will in the earth, that they may accomplish your purpose for their life. God, I give this child back to you. God, I will not worry. I will not spend every night worrying. I will not spend every night crying. I will not spend every day, God, weeping and mourning of what I thought they should have been over, what I wanted them to be, God, I will not waste my time like that. What I will do, God, is commit them unto you. God, I commit them to you, God. God, I commit them to you, Lord. I trust you with my baby. God, I will commit them unto you. I trust you with my babies, Lord. And so what God wants us to do is God, God wants us to trust him with even what we have left. And you guys know that sometimes when you just got a little bit left, you have a tendency to hold on to that. You have a tendency to not want to share that. Imagine your favorite snack, your favorite food, your favorite restaurant, whatever it might be. You guys, when somebody asks you for some, you don't mind sharing. But if it gets to my last bite and you asking for that, it might be a little more difficult for me to share this with you, right? We have a tendency to hold on and hoard what we have left. But God is saying, if you commit what you have left to me, I promise you, I will work a miracle with it. If you commit what you have left to me, I promise you, I will, I will keep watch over it. I promise you, my will will come to pass in your life. I promise you, you're going to see me show up in a way that you have not seen me show up. You're going to experience something that never in your life what you thought you were going to experience. Commit it to me. Commit it to me. Commit it to me, whether it's your relationships, whether it is your money, whether it is your business, whether it is your ministry, commit it to me. And so you guys, I told you all I had was two points. This is going to be a quick, this is going to be a quick podcast episode tonight. But what I said was your blessing is not attached to anyone who left. You guys, they will not determine your peace. They are not going to determine your happiness. They are not going to determine whether you walk in joy or not. 
Do not allow them to determine whether you forgive or not. Do not allow them to determine um, whether you continue to walk with your head held high. Don't allow them to determine your self-esteem. Don't allow anyone who left to dictate your destiny. God is saying that it's not attached to them and nor will they determine your destiny. Second thing that I said is as you begin to examine what you have left, God's word to you is for you to commit it to him. Um, for those of you guys who are going through relationship struggles and you like, man, you know, we're, we have all of these issues. I don't have any more trust in this person. I got X, Y, Z, this, this, this. God is saying to you, I want you to look at your husband. I want you to look at your marriage. I want you to look at your wife. And I want you to say, what do we have left? Whatever that is that you have left, commit it to the Lord. If Even if it is, Father God, we don't have anything but our vows. God, we don't have anything but the commitment that we made. Lord, would you honor that? God, would you bless it? God, would you breathe on it? God, would you multiply it in the name of Jesus? God, this is all we have left, God. We're asking for you to show up. God, we're asking for you to work a miracle. God, we're asking for you to show up and be God in this situation. Whatever it is that you have left, Commit it to the Lord. Commit it to the Lord. Commit it to the Lord. Some of you guys are going to listen to this episode and it's truly going to speak to your heart because you're going through a season of loss. You're going through a season of loss. And I'm not just talking about of people who have passed on. You are going through a season of loss because you lost some other things. You lost um, some of those things that made you feel good about yourself. You lost some of those relationships that provided you comfort. You lost that job. You lost your stability. You lost your footing. You lost some of you guys have are going through a season where you are experiencing loss, but I want you to know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. And I've told you guys that when I speak of a night in the morning, when I speak of a night, you guys, a night just don't mean when you wake up tomorrow, everything's going to be okay. A night is a season. And so prayerfully, when you come out of this season, you are able to give God the glory because he has given you such a joy. And I truly believe that if you examine what you have left, you will have lots to be grateful for. You will have much to be grateful for. And so as I close out this particular episode, I want to say a quick prayer for you guys. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray over each and every individual who is listening to this episode. Father God, we know, God, that we go through seasons where we, we grieve, God, over the things that we have lost, oh God. Father God, I pray over the one who is grieving over a loved one. God, I pray that your peace would be with them, oh God. I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to comfort them in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, I pray for the one who lost a friendship that they thought they never would lose, oh God. Father, I pray that you would strengthen them, God, in this season. God, I pray that you would allow your Holy Spirit, God, to come fortify them, God, to strengthen them in what they're going through. God, I pray that you would give them eyes, God, that they may see clearly. Eyes, oh God, that they may see everything that they have that's left. Father God, I pray that even as they begin to see what they have left, oh God, I pray, oh God, that you would, God, 
do something with what they have left. God, I pray for those people who are wrestling in their marriages. Oh God, God, whatever it is that they have left, God, even if it's just the fact that they're both still present, oh God, Father God, would you honor their presence in their marriages, oh God. God, I pray for all of the ones who have lost jobs, oh God. Father, I pray that you would restore, oh God, their positions, oh God. God, not even restore it. God, I pray that you would replace it with something greater, oh God. I pray that you would bless them in a way that they had not expected to be blessed. I pray, oh God, that the losing of the job was more of a blessing, oh God, than it was anything negative, oh God. That I pray that you would do something great. God, I pray that they their eyes would have the opportunity to see a miracle. Lord, work a miracle in their lives. God, I pray for the one who has lost self-esteem, God, due to being in a toxic relationship that they lost. God, I pray, oh God, that you would help them to see themselves the way that you see them, oh God. Father God, let them see that they are the apple of your eye. God, let them see, oh God, that they are above and never beneath. God, let them see themselves the way that you see them, oh God, that you might get the glory, oh God. Father God, I thank you for this message on today, God. I thank you for the message of the widow, oh God. Father God, I thank you for everything that we see in it, God. I thank you for the faith that we see in it. I thank you for the obedience that we see in it, God, because it is truly a model, God, that we can utilize in our everyday lives. And so, Father God, I pray that as we have heard the word, I pray that you would bless every individual, God, bless their, their mental state, God, their mind, oh God. I pray over the one with the anxiety, Lord, I pray that you would just, God, breathe on them, oh God. God, breathe calm and peace over them in the name of Jesus, oh God. I pray for the ones with the broken hearts, oh God. Lord, I pray that you would, God, mend every spirit that is broken, every heart that is broken before you on today. Father God, you know everything that we stand in the need of. God, I pray that whatever need that needs to be met, God, I pray that you would meet every individual at the point of their need. God, you know all of their needs, God, even the ones that cannot be seen. For the one who needs that peace, Lord, give them peace in the name of Jesus. For the one, God, who needs companionship, God, give them companionship in the name of Jesus. God, send them a worthy companion in the name of Jesus, oh God. For the one, God, who needs to see themselves the way you see them, God, I pray that you would build them back up, that you would remind them who they are in you, oh God, remind them of their authority, oh God. Lord, I pray that you would just, God, hear our prayers on today. God, we come before you knowing that we have faith, God, and your word says that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, oh God, that it will cause mountains to move. So God, I pray that whatever their mountain that needs to be moved, God, I pray that it will be moved on today. Father, have your way. God, bless each and every individual and each and every family, God, on today. And Lord, we just thank you for everything that you have done and everything that you will do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.